Imagine if you could sit down at your desk in the morning, piping hot coffee in hand, you could pop open your laptop, double click on a document on your desktop that says life plan, so you could check on what's happening this week, this month, or even this year. Well, I wanna help you create that plan. Let's spend five days together making a roadmap for your future so that you can live all the rest of your days on purpose. Yes, you can own the future that's coming your way. The five-day Own Your Future Challenge is absolutely free to join, and I've got a spot with your name on it. Don't let another week, month, year, or even decade pass you by without owning the vision for who you want to become and the impact you want to make while you're alive. This is five free days of learning from incredible world leaders, helping you to uncover who you truly are and leading you to craft a roadmap and set goals aligned with the future meant for you. This is important. Join me and other amazing global leaders and experts to help you own your future starting May 11th. You can join right now for free at jennaschallenge.com. That's jennaschallenge.com for the five-day Own Your Future Challenge. I can't wait to see you there. You're listening to The Gold Digger Podcast, episode number 63. Today, I am breaking down who's on my team, what they do, how I pay them, how I found them, and how you can build your own dream team. Guys, I am showing you exactly how I went from zero team members to a full girl squad in one year flat and the difference it has made in my business. And I am so excited for you to start small and work big, but it all begins with today's episode and showing you how a little bit of help can make the biggest difference in your life and in your business. You're listening to the Gold Digger Podcast with Jenna Kutcher, the live workshop style business podcast for creative girl bosses. So you can train from the experts how to dig in, do the work and tackle your goals along the way. Here's your host, photographer, educator, artist and mac and cheese lover, Jenna Kutcher. This episode of the Gold Digger podcast is sponsored by HoneyBook. HoneyBook is the management software that I use to stay organized, manage invoices, get paid, and give every client an elevated, unforgettable experience. HoneyBook is offering 20% off exclusively for Gold Digger listeners. Just go to honeybook.com slash gold digger to get started and get your life back today. Now, I ain't saying she a gold digger. I always wanted to do that on the show. You know, obviously, gold digger is play on words by a really cool guy like Kanye West. But since I am just this little white girl in Wisconsin, rapping totally isn't my thing. But today, I just had to bring you some beats for like 0.2 seconds. So if you're still here with me, I'm Jenna Kutcher. I'm so excited to hang out with you today. And today, we're going to be talking about how to build and grow and feel facilitate and foster your dream team. And before you sign off and you're like, whoa, 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 like I'm just getting started or you're thinking like I can't even pay myself or there's no way I can work with anyone else. I want for you to just chill for a moment. Okay. 
There are so many mindset blocks when it comes to hiring, and a lot of those are such limiting beliefs that are keeping you from fulfilling your bigger, better, more awesome dreams, and I'm just not going to let that happen anymore. Like you, my friend, are so talented, and you're getting burnt out, and you're working around the clock, and you're spinning your wheels, and you are not living your best life. Now, I want for you to know one thing, like before we dive into this, this process is just that it's a process. And just over a year ago, I didn't have a single person on my team, literally zero. It was me, myself, and I. And if you've been watching me for the last year, or if you've been listening into this podcast, I can tell you one thing. This podcast wouldn't even exist if I was who I was a year ago, because I would have had no time to do something like this, like recording free resources for people like you. So if you're still like, e, I don't know, like a t- It's just me. No one can do things the way I can. Today's episode is for you because I want to share my experience. I want to share who's on my team, how I found them, how we facilitate a feedback culture, how we evolve positions, how I pay people, what that looks like. And I just want to break it down in a super simple way. And before you're like, well, dang girl, you got a posse over there. I started with one employee and then it became two and three. And slowly we got better and better and better at simplifying our processes. And here's the thing, friends, more people on your team doesn't necessarily mean you're spending more because people are doing the things that they're good at, which frees everyone up to do the things that they're best at. And I can tell you one thing, I do not regret a single dollar I have spent on growing this team. And I'm so excited to tell you all about it today. So let's dive into the episode. I'm going to walk you through a few key pieces about how to build your dream team and what that looks like. And this is inspired by so many conversations that I've had with peers in the industry that just don't even know where to start. And I'm like, if these amazing people don't even know where to start, like the world needs help in this area, right? So I'm not an expert, but I'm just going to share very openly what my experiences have been. And I want to just walk through like what that looks like and how it's actually changed my life. So before I had a team, I was growing this business on my own. It was my baby. And that was five years of isolation, solitude, hustling. And, you know, I look back at that time And I just recognize now that I'm out of that phase and season that I had no bandwidth. I had no extra time or space to breathe, to dream, to travel, to love my husband well, to take naps. Like I was just in this mode of trying to keep up. And looking at that now, I realized like, dude, you were spinning your wheels. Like you weren't actually moving forward. You were like, I can't Fred Flintstoning just trying to keep the path going, right? And so for someone like me, who's such an efficiency freak, it's like, I want to like go back to my old self and be like, boo, get some help. You need it. But there were so many factors in my head of like, I don't know, like nobody can answer an email the way I do. And I edit my photos so specifically, like how could anyone care about my images the way I do? And you know, there's just so many things. So as I dive into hashtag all the things like bear with me, but this is going to be so good. And I'm just excited for you to just dream a little bit harder. If you're not there yet, like 
That's awesome. There's going to come a time, though, where you're going to be like, I need to go back to that episode and listen in because I am ready and I know that I cannot grow any further until I have help. So what is our problem? (laughs) What is our problem? Why are we so worried about trading money, which is basically this just token of exchange in our lives? Like a dollar holds no value beyond the paper that was used to create it. And yet we're so white knuckling our money. And I look at something so differently. Time. Time is my currency. Time is a resource I care most about. Time is the motivator in my life. And so why are we so worried about this, taking this token of exchange and exchanging it for something that we cannot get back? You can earn more money. You can get your money back, but you can't get your time back. And it's so funny that it took me so long to understand this because guys, time is my motivator. When I go to make decisions, when I go to look at different opportunities, when I go to set up my schedule, my biggest thing is time. I am so focused on spending my time so wisely because I believe that time isn't money. I think that time is life and I want to live a really full life. And so I have to look at how I'm filling my days because whatever those days are made up of, that's going to be what my life is. Is made up of. And so one of the biggest mindset problems that happens to us when we start to think about hiring or getting help is that we cling so tightly to our money that we're forgetting about this non-renewable resource, which is our time. Crazy, right? Like knock yourself on the head for a moment and be like, girlfriend, what are you doing? Because our time is so important. And if you, right now in the season of your life, you're not valuing your time, I want to give you a hug and say that your time is so precious. It's so precious and nothing in this life is promised to you. And so you have to start living like time is your currency. So I want to break down the order of hires, who is salaried, who I pay hourly, who I have on retainer, who is contracted. And I'm just going to explain who they are, what their role is. And I also want to explain that their roles continue to change because my business continues to change, which is pretty stinking awesome. So to kick things off, I want to start with my very first ever team member, which was a contracted assistant, and her name is Caitlin. And back in episode number seven, Caitlin and I talk all about how she came into my life, which was totally persistent, and how she made the leap and sold her own business so that she could join my team full time, which that process took almost a year for us to get to that point. Now, Caitlin found me and she reached out to me, not one, not two, but three times. And I said no every time until that last time because I was so stubborn. Caitlin's role started super simply. She started as email support and she has really transitioned from just helping in the inbox to overseeing the entirety of the brand. She's my brand manager now. She oversees the direction we're moving in. I bounce ideas off of her. She helps execute things. She is the keeper of my calendar. So she knows when I'm free, when I'm booked, she sets up my interview. She does all of that kind of stuff. And she is also going to kind of be that point person as the team continues to grow. 
So one big change that we're working through right now with Caitlin's position is that I want to get her out of some of the smaller tasks like email, Facebook support, just some of those monotony things, even setting up blog posts, that kind of stuff, so that I can move her and her expertise into more of a content creation spot. A lot of her things that she does, which has been so helpful to me over the last year, have been taking up too many hours of her time. And I look at her and I'm like, girl, you are so overqualified for responding to emails. Like, let's figure out a way that we can get you out of that stuff so you still feel like you have that overall pulse of the brand, but get you more into that bigger picture stuff. And so we're trying to look at like, how can we streamline and systemize things in a new way so that she is totally freed up to help me create, to be a bigger part of that creation process. And so Caitlin is the only salaried person on my team at this very moment. And I did not have anyone on salary until Caitlin, but Caitlin had her own business that she sold, that she had built. It was her baby because she wanted to work exclusively for me. And so a salary was just the right move for both of us, for her to feel stable and excited. And then she also gets some commission on a course that she helped me build, which is awesome because she's helping me create that content. She's so valuable. And so she gets awesome bonuses throughout the year that are just super exciting and just really fire her up. It allowed her family to go to Disneyland this year and just different things in her life that is helping with that. And so Caitlin is my brand manager. She's my point person. She's the person that I will go to first when I have something going on or need something because she has the overall pulse of my business. So my second girl on my girl squad is my tech guru, which is Danielle. And that subject doesn't even, that title doesn't even sum up what she does. But Danielle has been on my team for a little bit over a year. And she came to me through a referral. So she's working with someone I knew who I was also working with. And she is absolutely brilliant. And I almost laugh when I say that because for a year, I swear, she held out her brilliance on me. And she was just living in my support inbox in my courses. And so she was this girl who was the best support inbox manager ever. My students were all taken care of. She handled all the tech stuff without ever grumbling. But... I learned so much about her over the last year because we became very close friends and I realized like, girlfriend, you are so smart. So she manages all of the complex tech stuff behind my launches. She handles all the stuff that scares the living daylights out of me. And one big change that we are experiencing with Danielle is I was like, you, why are you in this support inbox? Like you are far more brilliant than just responding with login links and things like that. And so we started to get way more complex together and I realized how I was underutilizing her brilliance. And so she ended up hiring on Stephanie who works with me now and does the support inbox so that Danielle is more freed up to do bigger things like launch support and work on next level stuff like funnels, complex campaigns, and more of that crazy tech stuff. 
And something that's so cool about this evolution process with Danielle is, again, she started at a very simple hourly role at like $15 an hour. And now she's like almost tripled that, I believe, in her hourly wage because she's helping me move the bottom line through the work that she's doing. And she is consulting me on launches. She's giving me brilliant ideas. She's reviewing my webinars. Like she has become just this right hand girl for me when it comes to launches and just, you know, the flow and the sequence and all of that. And none of that would have happened if I wouldn't have created a culture of feedback. And I'm going to talk more about that. But I'm just so thankful that we had an open communication because it's allowed us to dream so much bigger together. And Danielle recently had a sweet baby girl, which I'm just so excited. I really want to fly down and see her. And I told Danielle, like, I know you're working with multiple clients, but if you get to a point with your sweet baby that you're like, I just want to work for one person. I was like, you have a place. Like, I want you. I will, I will bid for your time because I so see the value and appreciate all that she does for my brand. So the next person is a brand new hire as of literally hours ago. And this is my community manager. Now, Alex is an amazing girl, and I'm so excited to tell you about how she came on my team because I think this is just going to fire a lot of you up and inspire you. And so she has gradually come onto my team in different roles, and it was because she took one of my courses and I saw this girl. She literally purchased the Photo Lab, which is a photography marketing course, my most expensive course before she even had a camera. And I was like, wait, what? Girl, (laughs) what are you doing? And I was like, I love you. Like, good for you. You are investing in yourself. But here's the thing. She didn't just invest in herself. She ran. And she ran full speed ahead. She learned her camera in and out. She started marketing. She started booking jobs. This girl was all over. Like, I was like, I'm seeing you everywhere now. Like, I knew that she was just working it. She's the absolute package. And so I was watching her inside of my course. And I'm like, girl, like... I have an opening for an associate photographer on my team. And so she is assisting Courtney, who is my main associate shooter this wedding season. So Alex, who didn't have a camera a year ago, now is shooting almost 20 weddings this year, I believe, which most of those are with my team. She also just came to a wedding with me, shot with me. We had such a great time. I gave her feedback. And the thing that I really saw in Alex was this true desire to improve, to learn, to soak up every ounce of it. This girl emailed me right after the wedding and said, this might be awkward, but can you give me feedback? I want to be better. And I said, that's not awkward. That's amazing. And so Alex, as my new community manager, she is going to help manage the multiple Facebook groups that I'm in. She's going to hop in, support the students, answer questions, boost morale. She is already working on new systems and she started a few hours ago. She's like, Hey, have you ever thought about doing this? And I was like, no, but that's so smart. And she's like, all right, I'm going to do it. And so I'm just so excited to have her at the heart of serving and also to just take a little pressure off of me because Facebook has become a place of stress in my life because I'm managing five different Facebook groups that all have almost a thousand people or more in them. And whenever I see a question, I just have to answer it. And it becomes this stress and time suck for me because I value every student so much. So if I know that like I can jump in for my hour 
when most of the simple things are taken care of so I can dive in and troubleshoot with people that might need help. Like, holy cow, that's going to be so awesome. And so my new community manager, Alex, this vivacious redhead living in Milwaukee, is joining our team and she is going to be hourly. And I'm just so excited to see what she does and how she helps us out. Now, the last most permanent fixture on my team is my associate photographer, and she is paid per job. So she gets a percentage of every job that she is shooting. And as a photographer, I never became a photographer with the thought of having someone shoot under my brand. In fact, it's terrified me. But Courtney came around through the Rising Tide Society. I offered her the opportunity to come second shoot with me, and it totally changed everything for both of us. And she approached me and said, you know, Jenna, I've been an associate photographer for someone else. I'm in Wisconsin. I don't want to build my own business. I don't know anyone here. What would you think if I was your associate photographer? And the amazing thing was at that time, I was fully booked for this year. I took on eight weddings. That was as many as I was taking on. And so I was like, we could serve so many people together. And I could give these people that want the Jenna Kutcher experience another option in terms of pricing and availability. And they still get me, my brand, the feelings, the emotion, everything while getting incredible photos. And Courtney is an amazing photographer. She helps me serve more Jenna Kutcher brides. And this was just something new. And I'm not sure where it's going to go. But again, like another fixture on my team that happened in the last year. So those are my four main girls. These are people that I'll be talking to every single week. And we are going to be hiring for a position that's going to be a podcast manager. And so that's like our final little spot that we're filling in and thinking about and dreaming up within my team. But we got big goals, you know, and I'm just one person and my time is not best spent doing some of the things that I've been doing and that I've been taking up my days. And so You know, it's so good to just dream a little harder, dream a little bigger and start to see like, where is my time best spent and how am I making the biggest impact? You know, I'm not making the biggest impact when I am jumping onto Facebook and getting sidetracked for two hours and I could be recording some new content for that course or for the podcast or whatever that looks like. And so, you know, we're just really looking at like our time and using it as that non-renewable resource so that we can really really make sure that we're all spending our time where we love the most. Are you avoiding ordering business cards because you know your website is a hot mess? Maybe you haven't updated your portfolio in two years. You still haven't fixed those broken links and don't even get me started about the design. Yeah, I was there. Actually, it was just a year ago and I made a giant leap onto a new platform for me, Show It. And that's where my website lives and I honestly couldn't be happier. It is so easy to use. I can pop in and make edits without having to contact my designer every time I notice a typo and their drag and drop features make designing a new page so simple and easy. I have never felt more in control of my brand or less intimidated by a website. If it's time for you to make a leap, I strongly urge you to hop on over to show it. They're offering 10% off all annual plans for all of you gold diggers out there. Just go to showit.co and put gold digger in the discount code box and kiss your website woes goodbye. 
Now, other contractors that I use very frequently based on the job and the scope of the project, my Facebook ads girl, Carrie, in episode 58, she shares how we work together and what that looks like, but I work with her every single month. I have a copywriter, Ashlyn, who is on episode number six. She talks about how we team up for launch copy and web copy and how she serves the brand during launches and assists in things like that. I also have a web designer, Jennifer Olmstead, in episode number two. She continues to serve my business with her incredible design work, and she's always popping in to make sure everything is on brand and beautiful. And with Show It as my platform, I'm able to create a lot on my own, and I actually really enjoy doing that. But then I'll have Jen like go through with all her designery touches and make sure everything's lined up and pretty. And then lastly, image editing. So I've worked with the same photo editor for the last four years, and I outsource just a portion of every wedding to her. And she just takes such great care of my photography. And I still get to edit the stuff I love, but I get to outsource the rest. And that has saved me so much time over the years. So there is the breakdown for my team. Are you feeling overwhelmed? Are you like, oh my gosh, what does this look like for me? And I want you to know, like, first off, let's take a deep breath together. Like that's going to feel really good, right? Okay, so I want you to think for a minute with me, and I want for you to think about what your weeks look like and what your time looks like, okay? Now, are you feeling rested right now? As you're listening to this, are you like, I feel like zen, I feel good, I don't feel stressed, or are you feeling like frazzled, overworked, underpaid, like stressed out, wondering if you're really cut out for this? Based on either of those responses, I would still say you probably still need help in your life. And help can look like so many different things. Funny story, Drew and I, I hate grocery shopping. Like it is this weird, weird thing that I loathe because it takes up time and I feel like it's so inefficient an inefficient way to spend my time. Stupid, right? Like you're buying food that you're going to eat. It's not that bad. But I just really, really don't like it. And so over a year ago, Drew and I started getting HelloFresh. And HelloFresh is just a food delivery service. It delivers you meals. And I freaking love it. Like we don't know how we lived without it before because we don't have to do as much grocery shopping and we get these amazing dinners delivered to our door. So outsourcing or getting help can look as simple as getting a meal delivery service because I'm not spending an hour at the grocery store every week now and I'm not looking on Pinterest for recipes and menus and also Drew loves cooking it so I don't even have to cook anymore. It's like stinking amazing. I'm going to include a $40 off coupon. This is not sponsored by HelloFresh in any way but if you're like I want to just try this we swear by it. We love it. We use it every single week. We get five meals a week and that helps us to eat out less too. And coming from my nutritional husband, they're super healthy and macro based. So in the show notes at golddiggerpodcast.com, you can snag our HelloFresh discount code just in case you want to try it. But I want to point out like outsourcing doesn't have to be getting an assistant. It can be getting a house cleaner. If your house takes forever to clean and you're like, hey, I could spend $60 to pay somebody to clean my house. And in those two hours that I'm saving, I know I could work enough to book something or sell something that would totally equate what that cost is. And that's how I look at things is I'm like, how much time am I going to spend on this? And how much money could I make if I was spending my time on something different and do those costs? outweigh each other. And if they do like higher, 
So I'm going to walk you through six things about when it comes to hiring, and I'm just going to talk you through them because hiring is stinking scary. I know that it feels overwhelming, and a lot of times we're like, all right, I need to hire, but then we don't even take that first step because we're like, where do we even begin? So number one is this, get very clear on what you need and if you're willing to train someone else on those skills or if you need someone with experience. Look at where you are best serving your business and what's holding you back from doing that and then start to craft a position. Now, today's freebie in this episode is how to know when you're ready to outsource guide. And so it literally walks you through what you love doing in your business, what you hate doing in your business, how much time, money, all of that. And so if you want to get that again, it's at golddiggerpodcast.com. You can access the show notes, dig on into that free guide. You can just click download, show up in your your inbox and it's going to walk you through if you're ready to outsource or if you're not quite there yet. And so number one is just getting clear on what is it that you need and are you willing to take the time to train somebody? And guess what? That's going to cost you less because you probably won't have to pay as high of an hourly wage. Or if you just want somebody that's like ready to hit the ground running and they know what they're doing, you might have to pay more for that, but it's also going to save you the time in training. Just remember, everyone's capable of learning things. And so often we want this perfect person. But if you're clear about what you want and you come at it from a point of like wanting to speed up the training process and make it as easy and painless as possible, you're going to be running in no time. I promise you that. Now here, number two, are a few places that you can find employees. One is Upwork. Like if you just need a few help with things, like we get our courses transcribed. We had the intro for the show made on Upwork, design work, whatever that looks like. Upwork and Fiverr. F-I-V-E-R-R are awesome places that you can go on to just find if you have like weird, odd jobs that you need done. And we get our courses transcribed through somebody on Fiverr. Just little things like that where you can just say, hey, I have this job. There are experts right there that have put up their bid and their price. So Upwork and Fiverr are awesome. What about posting a status on Facebook and encouraging people to tag anyone that might be a good fit saying like, hey guys, does anyone know of anyone that matches these qualifications, take them below or have them email me, whatever that looks like. Groups like the Rising Tide Society are incredible at connections. So maybe go to a Tuesdays Together meetup and express what your need is. Maybe somebody in that group needs a part-time job or is so interested in learning from you or whatever that looks like. You can find people at your church, at your gym. Pay attention out there. There are a ton of women who are stay-at-home mothers who would love to have like a 10 hour a week job who would love to have that purpose outside of the incredible purpose of being parents who would love to have like social interaction. There's just so much need out there. And if you're not putting it out into the universe, there's absolutely no way you're going to find the right person. Now, number three is something that has been so beneficial for me which is ask for referrals. I have thankfully never had to do an open application process because I've always been able to work off of referrals, which has helped me so much. I know some of my friends who I've talked into the power of outsourcing and hiring have been overwhelmed because they'll get like 50 applications and then they're just paralyzed because they don't even know where to start. 
And so if you're going through like an open application process and you are feeling overwhelmed, you can do some really cool thing with different forms online. So let's say I need somebody that lives within an hour of me here in Wisconsin. Like you can have forms that it's like if they answer anything outside of that, their form is just gone so that it's narrowing down people for you. Or you could ask like, what is your expected hourly wage? And if it's more than what you think, like then maybe that candidate might not be the right fit. And so there are different ways that you can do this. But when it comes to hiring, I would love for you to go back and listen to the episode with Nancy Ray on the Gold Digger podcast, because she talks all about her hiring process for her team. And it's just so incredible. It's super, super inspiring. And it's episode number 34. 34. So check out Nancy Ray on that. It's so incredible. And she's super inspiring when it comes to hiring hiring, which rhymed. Now, number four is one of the most critical parts for keeping a happy team and for actually having a team that is making your life easier and not harder. And that is set expectations and facilitate feedback. I cannot say this enough, but one of the biggest issues when it comes to a team is not having clear expectations and also not fostering a workplace that allows for and expects feedback. If you start your team with a feedback culture, it is going to be far easier than trying to create one later on because likely you're creating one because people aren't living up to your expectations. And so when you are working with new hires, it is so important that they understand their role precisely, that they understand how to prioritize, that they understand the voice and the heart of their position, that they understand the expected hours and things like that. And I am always looking for people who are willing to go above and beyond. You know, our work is not necessarily nine to five. I try to create it like that, but sometimes our work is late nights and sometimes our launches are crazy. And we all have to put our hands back in. Sometimes we work overtime. Sometimes it hits a fan and we need all hands on deck, whatever that looks like. And so I want people on my team that are ready to jump in when that time comes, because when it's not like that, I am like, hey, take Friday off, log off, enjoy, like go be with your family or, oh, you got a doctor appointment in the middle of the day. Awesome. Go like, don't worry, we'll be fine. When you come back on, we'll keep you up to speed. So create that way of giving feedback and setting expectations. And that's one of the reasons why Alex is on my team is she literally said, tell me what I can do better. I want to know. And is it okay if I ask you for feedback once a month? I'm like, heck yes, this is amazing. This is exactly what I want. If you're not communicating with your team, you're not going to be setting them up for success and you're not setting yourself up for success. Anytime somebody comes to me and they're having an issue with someone on their team, it is always due to a lack of setting expectations and a lack of feedback. And both of those things I think can help you troubleshoot. It can get you back on track and it can just really create this environment where people feel open to be honest and to be vulnerable and to share what's working and what's not working. Number five is create a team culture. I want people that are part of my brand to feel a part of my brand. And this is hard because literally every single person works remote for me. Caitlin and Alex are now within an hour of me, but I don't 
necessarily like to work next to people. I like to like hunker down and get to business. And so I love when I can create a culture, even if it's just online or through email or through voice text. Our team hangs out on Slack, which is basically like a messaging service. So we have a Slack channel for everyone on our team. So I can message everyone at once or I can message people privately. And it's just a really great way to communicate. We're so much faster typers than we are texters. And I just want to create this culture where people can bring forth their ideas, where we aren't afraid of failure, where everything we do in this business is an experiment that either totally rocked or needs a little tweaking. And I want people that can bring more to the table. Like there are so many ways that we can make things easier. And so when my team is like, hey, have we ever done this? I'm like, let's do it. Like, let's try it, you know? And so having that open attitude, you know, there is not a one size fits all and creating that culture really just inspires everyone and brings forth so many new ideas and so much new life into this business. And so lastly, and number six, start small and work big. Too many people think like, oh my gosh, I need this giant team. And then they can't even find the right first hire. And my team, it's grown and it's evolved over the last year and it continues to grow. I know that by the year end, I'll probably have two more people on my team, two more like permanent-ish fixtures on this team because we need it to get to where we're going. And I know that and I'm excited about that. But I want you to know like, I have never spent this much money in my life. Like someone at my mastermind this weekend was like, how much do you spend on your teammates month? And I started adding it up and I'm like, my gosh, this is crazy. But we have never been more profitable. I have never been more rested. I've never been more excited. I've never been more focused on moving forward and not just spinning these wheels anymore. And so it's so funny because every dollar I'm pouring into this team is like investing $5 into my business because this team is growing my business. And I am facilitating the ability for these women to do what they love, to work from home, to have flexible hours, to build this bigger, more impactful mission that only we can do together. And it's amazing. Like, it's amazing. I never thought that I could have a business that could support five, six, seven other women in their dreams. And that to me is like worth every penny. It makes me want to cry because it's so much bigger than myself. And I never wanted to build something for myself. I wanted to build something so much bigger than that. And I feel like looking at this team of women, I absolutely have done that. Now, in closing, I wanted to share something and I'll be sharing more about this, but I was recently asked, what are you most thankful for in your life right now? And I can tell you guys, like I have a lot of things to be thankful for, but we're also going through a really hard time personally. And we just experienced our second miscarriage, which I'll be talking about more, you know, as the episodes go, because it's a big piece of our life. And I have never been more proud of having a team and having built a team in one year when we got the news that we were miscarrying again. My team was on Slack. They knew I was going in for a doctor's appointment. They were all praying for me, which is crazy and beautiful in and of itself. And literally from that doctor's office, I sent them a message and said, guys, like we lost the baby. And I think I was just even still processing it. And right away, all these women, I'm like going to cry just talking about it, but all these women started working together and they're like, get off the internet, log out of email. We were in the middle of a giant launch, like a giant launch. And everything was taken care of. Every woman worked overtime. Every woman was in like SOS mode. Like, how are we going to do this? And not one person asked me to do a single thing. In fact, 
my team was the one that was like covering my butt so that I could just sit there in a puddle and cry for a couple days straight. And it was insane because our launches are never focused on money. I used to be that way. It wasn't fun. Our launches are focused on impact. And while this launch was not the biggest monetary launch I've ever done, it taught me the most I've ever learned. And that was that I have built this team that loves and serves so well because they care about impact. They care about my students. They care about my webinars. They care about all these people that I've been blessed to serve. And so when somebody asked me lately, like, Jenna, what are you most thankful for? It was without a question, this team of women who have walked with me through the valleys of life over the last year and who have celebrated the biggest victories and That to me is absolutely priceless. I am no longer isolated on an island trying to make this business work for me. I am finally free to focus my time where I serve the world best. And there's nothing, absolutely nothing better than that. And so if this conversation feels over your head or you're like, I'm stuck, I don't even know where to start, friend, just start small ask for help. Even just get comfortable asking for help. When we went through our miscarriage, I needed help. I needed help with doctors. I needed help with making meals. I needed help with figuring out travel plans. Like I needed help and just opening your hand and stop white knuckling your business and just open your hand just a little bit to ask for help. And slowly your hands are going to be so open that you are going to be in the process of building something so much bigger than the work that you are doing around the clock these days. And so gold diggers, thank you for letting me serve you and share with you. And I'm just so excited to come back to this episode six months from now, a year from now and see how my team has continued to grow and serve and evolve. And what a blessing it has been to be able to share this with you. Thank you so much for tuning in until next time. Gold diggers keep on digging those big, big God dream goals of your life. Thanks for listening to Gold Digger. Dive into show notes for this episode and all past episodes at www.golddiggerpodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time, you gold digging dream chaser you.